my opinion is just as long as you patient right <laughs> and you don't buy high and sell low everything is going to be okay so we've got dennis smikala founder of wilson real estate it's based here in my hometown down here in sunny south florida miami beach it's got 500 million dollars in career sales also specialize in crypto transactions in the real estate business so this is going to be interesting dennis what's up hey mark how are you good good dennis good to have you here i was kind of checking out what you do and i'm looking at your your website it looks like you're dealing in a lot of luxury condos i mean condos down here in miami going for two million plus in some cases a lot more hmm. i'm just wondering how did you like what did how did you start how did you start selling real estate down here in South Florida. What were you selling? Were you selling these luxury condos at that time? Were you selling mobile home trailers? What did it look like when you started? <laughs> Do you hear my accent? You know, like, of course not. Uh, I didn't speak English when I got here in this beautiful country. And when I started real estate 11 years ago, I started from the from the lowest price point, let's put it that way, from the rentals, like around $1,000 a foot, uh, $1,000 a month. And that's how I started. My first year, I didn't do any sale. My first year was like almost by the end of this year, pretty much you know, on the month 13. And then year over year, with the time you get more experience, more knowledgeable. And after some time, I moved myself to luxury market. So it, was, it, it, it wasn't like a specific event that happened. Like, oh, I started going to networking events and I was hanging out with the, the billionaires and the millionaires. It was, it was more of like improving, getting better, bringing on more clients, more referrals. Was that, or did you just have a TikTok video that went viral? What was that step? What was that step like from going from the low end to the high end? Yeah, I guess it was just uh, increasing my, um, uh, the, I would say, let's the way of working and the budget that I was working in. Like for example, as I mentioned, I used to do rentals. Then at one point, I decided for myself, I'm not gonna do rentals anymore. I'm just gonna switch to sales. It was kind of not easy because um, your brain cannot. Uh, figure out how is that you making money off, out of rentals and then you have to stop doing it and do something else you're not sure if you're gonna if you're gonna be well there or not but that's what i did uh, it worked out well and then uh, i started increasing my price point pretty much the clients that before i was working with the clients like two or three hundred thousand dollars then increasing increasing like if someone that i don't want to work with not I don't want to, but I don't think that it's worth my time at that point. I just pass it to one of my agents, and I'm looking for. I was looking for someone uh, at um, higher price points. But as to answer your questions, you know, I did a lot of. I tried a lot of things. Of course, I went to different events, social media, everything. It helps, you know. But well, it's, it sounds like it's like the patience game to me. Just be patient, do a good job, serve. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have to be patient in the real estate, especially luxury real estate. You have to be patient because some of the clients you can stay in contact for years. Like I have clients five, seven years, they did not buy anything with me. And we're still in the contact. It could happen. You know, it's just you have to be patient. And you cannot uh, rely on uh, just one deal or two deals or three deals. You have to have pipeline of deals coming in to make sure that if like two or three not going to close and it happens, you know, sometimes these things happen. Like, for example, uh, uh, there's a reservation period that the new development projects. This is the period when you, it's the best period to buy for a buyer, but at the same time, it gives them opportunity to cancel, uh, cancel reservation because 
before uh, it's a reservation for like three, four, five, six months, and then you sign a contract. So you give five percent the reservation uh, deposit, and then there is a contract. It, the developer does not have all information, and that's why price is at lowest. So, but some of the clients they do sign emotionally, or maybe something happened with their business, or like anything happened, and they can change their mind. So, with us happens, we, I went to Saint Regis yesterday. We did uh, some sales there, but also we had uh, canceled reservations for like almost fifteen million, like three different reservations. And when it happened, you know, when you work with a client, you sign it, and then he ended up canceling. It's kind of and mentally, it's not that uh, I would say easy if you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but that's entrepreneurship. It, like every yeah. day is going to be highs and lows, right? Like I wake up, something terrible happens, and by the end, of, like last night, I, I had a sale while I was in bed going to sleep. I got a, an email that says, "Okay, let's. I'm going to buy," and I'm like, "Okay, cool. That that works." But there's there's ups and downs. I mean, the other thing I think that's relevant to, to basically every industry, but the real estate in particular is there's so much competition. If, if I went through my Rolodex, probably half the people in my phone are realtors, including like half the teachers at my kids' elementary school. It's, it's, it's crazy. So it, it strikes me that differentiation is a really important part in, you know, standing out, mm-hmm. you know. And so I wonder, one of the things that I noticed is, is I'm looking at your personal branding, Dennis, is I look around, you talk a lot about using um, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. to purchase property. That's not something that I've, I've heard a lot about. How does cryptocurrency play into the real estate market and how has cryptocurrency transaction helped to separate you and establish your brand? Um, look, I can tell you anything that you do different from someone else, it helps. Especially as you mentioned, there's a lot of realtors, like for example, in Miami, and you have to do something different. Cryptocurrency helps. Uh, first time I approached one of the developers here at the, was Aston Martin building in 2000, maybe 18, 17, before the bull run or maybe just after. And um, they were kind of <laughs> not excited about it. They said, look, no, it's, we don't know what is that. We're not going to work with it. But now last like three, four years, people are more open to accept crypto, especially there is companies that can help you to convert crypto from uh, from crypto to USD. So pretty much as the seller, you can have crypto transaction without knowing that your buyer paid with the crypto. That's happened with me multiple times. Hmm. It helps a lot. It, that, that to me is the, the problem with cryptocurrency transactions now is there's like a lack, you know, it's it's a trustless type of transaction on the blockchain. Everything is public, but that also, like I'm very nervous to give anyone my wallet address because I don't know, it's it's so complicated right now. You know, to me, that's kind of a barrier. To, that's kind of what happened with NFTs. Like how many stories we know about someone who got their entire crypto wallet hacked because they just clicked on the wrong link somewhere. You know, so anytime we, I just don't know if the mainstream public is ready for cryptocurrency transactions yet. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but you see, Mark, here, it's not like uh, you have options. You can do like crypto to crypto transaction or you can do conversion. Pretty much same as the regular real estate transaction is just one company, one extra company involved. You send your crypto to their um, like wallet or to their exchange platform. They do convert it. It's like a custodial. They convert it from uh, crypto to uh, US dollars and they send it to um, a title company. So there's a trusted part party that's that's handling that transaction. Kind of like you got your mortgage company, your ta- taxes tag title, your notary, and then you've got your crypto exchange. By the way, mortgage company. There is Milo company. Uh, what they came up with. It's a uh, 
crypto mortgage company so you can use your crypto as a collateral and get mortgage and buy a house interesting cool kind of what's your favorite cryptocurrency right now um look i don't have anything um i would say that i'm favorite only one i do have solana i do have of course bitcoin i do have uh pancake swap i have um, maybe 20 to 25 different coins so I'm trying kind of to stay up to date. There's, the, I mean, there's so many different cryptocurrencies. This is not financial advice, by the way. I'm, this is not what I do. But um, I, the only one that I really feel solid with is Bitcoin. Personally, it, I mean, it just seems like the gold standard. Um, but you're not. I don't think you're going to make. You know, the spike has already happened. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But my opinion on that, uh, as I said, I know that I know that field for five, six years. My opinion is just as long as you patient, right, <laughs> and you don't buy high and sell low, everything's going to be okay. Speaking of buy hell, buy high, sell low, not being what we want to do. It it strikes me. I live in South Florida, man. It seems like the South Florida market is just way inflated. Like. My home, the home that I just sold tripled in value over a, a, over a nine-year period. So, I mean, like, is this just a giant bubble in Miami that's waiting to burst? Is this real estate bubble sustainable? How many people are going to be left holding the bag when this thing blows up? Like, am I crazy? Look, I agree with you on the point. Prices went up um, like double, threefold, right, within a short period of time. And to answer your questions, I don't know, because... You know, people asking me what's going to happen. I, 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 I've been for some time in a business. I don't like to, to say something. Hey, for sure, nothing is going to happen. I can just tell you from, uh, uh, from my experience, right? From my sales, a lot of our buyers they do buy with uh, a lot of them. They do buy with the cash, and I'm not just talking about international buyers. I'm talking about local buyers. Some of our, like for example, one of uh, the buyers they purchased house and a sunny house on the water waterfront house they made some money at the stock in 2020 they cashed out and they bought a house and i have a lot of those examples so um prices increased a lot something is going to happen honestly i don't know um i don't see any reasons for now uh, people are not that um uh, like uh i would say under the water with the mortgages right when you can have uh, those um, situation happen and also the rates they are going to be decreased uh within they say this year like few diff uh, two three times so i don't know like i'm looking to buy a house for myself now <laughs> so I hope, I hope the prices of course is going to be decreased but i don't see it's just happening but that's my my answer honestly i don't know what's going it's going to be but yeah they they increased like i mean it does make sense to me that people are trying to store their cash in real assets because inflation is just out of control we keep printing money I, there was just a bill that just passed the senate uh it's like i don't know 100 billion dollars to foreign in foreign aid going out 100 more than 100 billion so it's just like you know we keep sending out the money and what do people want to do with that cash you don't want to hold cash in your in your piggy bank right so you got to find somewhere to do, put it real estate i i think can make sense i mean but if you need to sell in five years, that might be risky. I, I don't know. Yeah, real estate is not something when you can sell it quick, right? It takes time. So also you have to keep that in mind. It's not like a stock or crypto when you can just liquidate it same like same minute. Yeah. Especially if it's not uh, 
a season. In Miami, we also have a season. We have a winter season. We have a summer season. In the winter, there's a lot of people, a lot of buyers, a lot of transactions going on. But summer, it's a bit slower. So you have to really wait. Otherwise, you can drop the price and sell it quicker. But uh, Or you can wait. Yeah, well, yeah. Trying to time the market seems like a fool's errand. So the other thing that I noticed is I was reading through the... Um, the guest app here is AI. You are using AI in some different areas. This fascinates me. I think that the people, the businesses, the owners that find the right ways to leverage AI are going to win huge over the coming months and years. How are you using AI in your real estate business now? What is AI? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, first I started using it uh, for my uh, articles. It's been maybe six, eight months ago. I don't remember, some time ago. So I, I had a PR agent. She was helping me with the articles. And I was having, how to say that, a hard time when she was asking me, can you, like, here's the answer. Can you help me? I need articles, right? And for me, it was hard to start with a scratch to answer all those questions and to put it in the right way for her, you know, because I'm not a writer. For me, it's kind of harder, you know. With AI, <laughs> she just sent me questions. I put it in the chat GPT. <laughs> I just removed the last part when it says uh, something, I'm not a realtor or blah, 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 consult with a uh, realtor or something like that. I just removed it, copy, paste, send it back to her. My articles was on CNBC and CNN and blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of them, they syndicated within a day, like to 30, 50 different platforms. So it was something interesting. And I don't think she even realized it when <laughs> when I sent it to her. How did you get the distribution? You She did. She just put it on uh, like one um, somewhere. I don't remember, like one of the websites, right? And somehow it's syndicated. It picks up with other, uh, with other platforms. And she sent me results. She's like, oh, look at this. Look at this. We're on the Google. We're on the Yahoo Finance. We're there. We're there. I'm like, okay. Good. Thanks to it. Thanks to ChatGPT. Yeah, I had a guy on the show a few weeks ago, and he just writes books with AI, and he, and he just puts them. They put these eBooks online. It's, he's making like, you know like five grand in passive income. The books just sell the next book and the next book, and you just write books instantly. And you know what I think is interesting, you know, and you may or may not appreciate this, but English can be a very tricky language to to write in. Some people there's all these like weird spelling rules and stuff. It's kind of I've got a, a seven-year-old I'm trying to teach how to spell and whatnot. It's, it's very <laughs> complicated. Um, but with AI, you can go from being like a mediocre English writer to being an excellent English writer like this. And so when I think about how it's going to impact the global economy and the way that people overseas are able to perform jobs here in America, it, I, I really feel like it changes everything. I've just seen the, the, the quality of my team's writing just 10x. And I don't think people have really caught on to that that power yet. And I think what most people think is, well, it can do some things like, you know, help me write some stuff, help me write emails and things like that. Yes, but I think when it gets exciting is when you when you create your own GPTs, you're using your own prompts, and then you're letting your team use those, those GPTs and prompts to be more effective. Is that something, because I know you've got team all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, look, I just uh, had a... Um call with our guys and we creating presentation i said i always ask guys did you run it through chat gpt because we have like 20 pages for over the presentation right and they say yeah we run it so we always check every every text we always check through uh, chat gpt because you know this is not my first language even 
what I realized, even if it's your first language, we are not like English teachers, everyone, like, and you have to know your language with 100% accuracy and, as you said, to be a writer, right? Everybody needs help with that, my opinion, especially for someone like me who's, uh, whose uh, English is not the first language. So, yeah, it helps a lot, for sure, for sure. Game changer. Have you started playing with uh, chatbots for customers and prospects, finding ways to engage quickly? Can you talk to me about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have a digital campaign running, and so pretty much we create Facebook. I think Facebook, Instagram campaigns, it uh, uh, it sent pretty much a lead form like people uh, leads they see lead form, and it's connected to um, to our AI. His name is Chris. And Chris is talking to them to pre-qualifying them, looking how, uh, like, what, what they're looking for, what areas, what budget, when they're ready to buy. Once we see there is uh, some questions, for example, tr- triggers, let's put it that way, then one of our agents step in and pick up the conversation from there. But for now, yeah, we, we're playing with it. We just started maybe a, uh, two months ago. So we're still teaching it. You know, you have to educate it. You have to give um i would say uh our conversations um between my guys and i love this method by the way and the when i talk to people about ai the most common reason that people tell me they they don't need it or they won't use it is oh well uh, people want the human to human connection they want the human human relationship yeah. I, I, and i yes, i, I no. agree yes but no <laughs> yes but no right because yes, you yes. know you the it takes the human human i think to make the sale Right. That's, you know, that's, that's where the personalization comes into, but you don't need to personally engage with a thousand prospects. Mm-hmm. You like, like, so in your, in your example, someone sees that the Facebook ad, they say, this is interesting. They fill out a form. This is interesting. Then they start talking to Chris.ai, your AI chatbot. And, and I'm, I'm sure the way you've set it up, right. Is so that Chris is asking them kind of like leading questions, like, where do you live? Who's in your family? How many bedrooms? What's your budget? That, that those types of things, right? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, Dennis, when you get on the phone with someone, you already know what's up. All, they already know what's up. All they need to do is like you at that point, right? You're not selling them. You already you already know they're a fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it helps you to work with uh, huge amounts of leads at the same time, right? Yeah. And uh, the thing is, um, to answer your like pretty much uh, quote on. Uh, People wants to work with the people. Of course, that's true. But the thing is, you know, if something helps you to work on a in a more efficient way, right? That's why we use email marketing. We use uh, AI. We use a lot of different things. I uh, have guys in the team there, as I mentioned, they're not even here. They're not even in Miami. I have guys in uh, Ukraine. I have Yuri in Ukraine. I have uh, Alexa. She's in Russia. She's uh, been five years with me. She's selling real estate in Miami. So she pre-qualified leads, she worked with them. She knows market better than like 90% of realtors maybe because she's like, how to say that? That's her passion, same as me, right? And she's 150% into it. But a lot of people who are in the real, who are into real estate, they're they are in the real estate because of money, maybe because of something else. They're not that excited about it. It's a right? side hustle. Because not everyone is a sales. Yeah, not everybody is a salesperson. You know, uh, people don't understand that. So, and going back to what I was saying, she's in Russia. She's selling real estate in Miami. When she started five years, six probably years ago already, um, her 
friends were saying to her, look, what? And she's not in the capital. She's not in the Moscow, by the way, not like in a uh, like main major city, right? Her friends were saying to her, what? You selling real estate in Miami? Pretty much uh, they were saying something like, hey, go find real job. Don't like. But I think that's a perfect example of how the world is changing. I could sell you a home. I don't even live in that city. I live in, in on the other side of the world and I'm selling property in, in the country. That's, that's pretty fascinating. Yeah, they need to see that you're knowledgeable. They need to see your trust. And we have a clients that, for example, we have one client, he, uh, I'll give you a short story here. And the unit that, uh, uh, by the way, the building I'm looking at right now for one year, he paid up front and then he couldn't come because uh, some of the issue. So he needs... He, he paid already up front, right? The unit's just empty. And we help him to rent it out for like three, four months without even asking him, you know. We just told him, look, we found someone and here's the money, like 30K, how you want to get it? And then I helped him to get that money as well <laughs> through another friend. But anyway, that's a different story. And uh, uh, we helped him. We never see the guy. After that, he purchased one unit at uh, St. Regis. Another unit is... Like fourteen twenty eight, another Chipriani, like around ten million dollars in uh, in transactions, you know. And we never, have, I have never ever seen him in person. So just to like I'm talking to you right now, and that's it. I don't think we even did a FaceTime with him, just over the regular phone, <laughs> like without video. Anyway, so that's how the things work. As long as you believe, you know, there is a chance that might work, and you try to work that way it's gonna work keep innovating too I, I i really like what you're doing that ai chatbot is really really interesting um crypto transactions very interesting global workforce very interesting this is i think this is how the future of business looks so um we've been speaking of course here to to uh dennis smikolov down here in miami florida you can find him at wolsonrealestate.com dennis thanks for joining the show here today thank you mark thank you for that